We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now on the Daily Mix Show. Damn. Some birds aren't meant to be caged. Yet, here we are, butt naked, eating soggy bologna sandwiches. Figure it's time to get busy living and get busy winning. Let's play Cellmates. Cellmates is the game where lawbreakers become game changers. And this week we have been playing for Blink-182 tickets. They're going to be coming to the Gorge Amphitheater on Sunday, July 14th. Let's meet our cellmates. We have Brian in Tacoma. Brian, what was your run-in with the law? I first want to say happy birthday, Karen. Thank you, Brian. I appreciate it, man. (laughs) Um, So this is like almost 25 years ago. Um, I'm about like 16, 17. And uh, my mom was out of town, so I had a couple friends over. We're just playing Xbox, just hanging out. I had a crazy neighbor across the street, a girl about 14, 15, a couple years younger than me. And uh, anyways, we're just playing Xbox, and she would just pop in whenever like she was crazy like let herself in so we're playing xbox i notice she's in my house i'm like her name is sarah go figure right <laughs> was it with an h or without an h that's the big question i have no idea <laughs> doesn't matter for sarah it does <laughs> it doesn't um so i'm like dang it sarah i was like, go home what are you doing so i ignore we keep playing all of a sudden i hear her yell help I turn around and she hangs up the phone. So I'm like, did you just? And then I'm like, you didn't, did you? The phone rings back. And I look up the, the caller. I, it's a landline, you know, being 25 years ago. And it's 911. So I'm like, you didn't. So keep in mind that I sounded like this when I was 17 also. <laughs> so, so I answer the phone and, and I'm talking to the operator. I'm like, no, nothing's going on. Everything's fine. Meanwhile, she's in the background still yelling, help me, help. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, my God. So the operator's like, well, all right, we're going to send some units out. So I'm like, all right, we'll be waiting for you. So hang up the phone. And me and my buddy, I'm like, it's probably a good idea to go outside and wait for the cops. So just so they don't like knock the door down or anything. So we're out there waiting for them. They get there like, I mean, within two or three minutes, I mean, real quick, like several units. And meanwhile, Sarah's still in the house hiding. She's like now freaked out because the cops are, you know, there. She's like, Oh my God, what have I done? So the cops go in, bring her out and they start questioning her. And they're like, Hey, what's going on? 
And she's like, no, no, it's just a joke. And the cop is then now, like, lecturing her, like, this is not a joke. This is nothing to joke around about. And meanwhile, while he's, like, lecturing her, she's giggling the whole time. How like, old was taking it serious. How old do you think Sarah was at that time? Oh, she was, like, no, she was two years younger than me. So she was, like, 14, 15. Jeez. And I was telling Sarah, your call screen, I was like, she was like that catch me outside girl. <laughs> Here's a, have like you ever, was, do you know whatever happened to Sarah since then? Like 25 years later, have you ever found out whatever happened to crazy Sarah? Have no idea. I hung out with her older brother that was like 21, 22 after that, but that was after I moved out and I just haven't heard. This has been like 20 years. I have no idea. Oh man, I'm so curious to know what happened with her life. I hope she listens to the Daily Make show. Well, she's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but but to end that story, to teach her a lesson that she got arrested. Damn. Did they actually like put her in the back of the car and everything? They did, yeah. Wow. Did she yell help as she was being arrested? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right on, Brian. Oh, Brian, that's awesome. Alex in Linwood, what was your run-in with the law? All right, so this was also about 25 years ago when I was living in Montana. I got my driver's license and I was driving my mom's car. And it went from a 35 mile an hour to a 25 mile an hour area. And I got pulled over for speeding. And my mom had a bunch of cigarette butts. She smoked the misty menthol light 120s. Ooh, yeah. They were like big pens. And the cop looks down and see those. And he says, have you been smoking? I said, well, no. He said, well, I'm pretty sure I saw you smoking. I'm going to write you an MIP ticket. And so he wrote me a ticket. And uh, I tried to explain to him, uh, these are all covered in my mom's lipstick. I don't wear lipstick. And he said, no, no, you were smoking. I saw you smoking. So he wrote me the ticket. He dumped out the ashtray. And so when I went to court, I didn't have any evidence to present. And the, t the ticket stuck. Wow. How much did that cost you? It was like $240. Aye. Did your mom split it with you? Uh, she paid it. I mean, I was a minor in possession, so I didn't have a job. <laughs> you know, what's funny is that I was just thinking about that the other day, because sometimes you're driving somewhere, and especially if I'm going up north to Canada, sometimes it goes from like, you know, 60 to 80, and I'm not always paying attention like, to it the... It does not go to 80 Okay, Sorry, I, I, go from, I go from 60 to 80. <laughs> My bad. But I wish, like, your, your car, you know, your car now does, like, all these crazy beeps and boops, like, when, like, you're getting near, like, a camera light. It'll say, oh, you're approaching a camera light. Well, I want to give you, like, a little alert that says, hey, the speed limit just dipped or the speed limit's going, you know? Yeah, drop we it had down. The, we had the technology now. Wouldn't have helped I him know. 25 years ago, but we had the technology now. Well, Steve, based on the severity of the crimes in question, who oh. do you think should go first? I, I mean, I'm going with Brian because of his crazy neighbor, Sarah. Since we have a crazy Sarah on our show, it only makes sense. Yay! All right, Brian. Question number one to you. Which scale measures earthquakes? Uh, Richter. Alex in Linwood. True or false? Lake Chelan is the deepest lake in the United States. False. That's correct. Lake Tahoe and Crater Lake are both deeper. To Brian in Tacoma. Michael Jackson teamed up with what guitar player for the 1982 song Beat It? Eddie Van Halen. Nice. Good answer. That's Alex right. and Linwood. What decade did Saturday Night Live debut? Uh, 70s. Couple oh. smarty pants over here. Are we back? We're back to Brian? Yes, we are. 
Brian, what is an angle called if it is greater than 90 degrees? Obtuse. Wow. Alex in Linwood. What is the name of the pig in the book Charlotte's Web? Oh, uh, Wilbur. <laughs> Brian in Tacoma. These guys are crushing it. True or false? Mustard was once sold as a medicinal cure for diarrhea. Could you repeat that? True or false? Mustard was once sold as a medicinal cure for diarrhea. Ooh. Um, oh, God. True? But ketchup was. All right, so now we got to go to Alex. And Alex, if you get it right, you win the tickets. No pressure. Are you ready, Alex? I am. What is the name of Barbie's little sister? Oh, goodness. Um, Wendy. All right, we're back to... Are we Brian again? Yes. Brian. Oh, my gosh. I'm losing track. True or false? Dolly Parton wears a wig almost every day. Could you repeat that? True or false? Dolly Parton wears a wig almost every... Oh, is it still a curse? (laughs) You dumped that? Okay. (laughs) All right. Alex and Linwood. M&M's fruit chews would eventually become what popular candy? Skittles. Brian, congratulations. You won the tickets. That was a That was brutal. You guys were smarties. Nice work, everyone. Well, why are people snorting caffeine? About to get through this game, I think. (laughs) And why is it exactly legal to do it? We're going to tell you all about that after Queen. The Daily Migs Show. The world is such... An interesting place, Steve Miggs. People are just snorting caffeine now. <laughs> it's not what they joke about with cocaine. It smells like energy. <laughs> At least that's what I would joke. Well, this product is called Want a Bump. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm in love with the Want a bump? Want a bump. It launched last year. You can actually buy it on Amazon. It's totally legal. And at every gas station in Kirkland, too, I heard. <laughs> It's a white powder, looks exactly like cocaine, and it's billed as instant energy on demand. Would you try it? I've never snorted anything in my life, and I hate when like you laugh when you're drinking like a carbonated drink, like a Coke, Coca-Cola, that is. Yeah. And it goes up your nose, like that feeling of the, the carbonation, that sensation. I think that's why I never touch cocaine. You've never had to have like Afrin or like a nasal spray to like clear your s- sinus? Hell no. no. I don't like anything going up my nose. <laughs> In the news, it's been circulating. Based on that giggle, I'm learning things about Taryn Daly. (laughs) It's in the news because it's been circulating on social media. They're telling people just because it's legal doesn't mean that it's good for you or that it's safe. And when you drink things like caffeine or eat chocolate, you get it into your body gradually as it absorbs. I've seen those like those like like those energy chocolate like like the little chocolate nuggets. I don't even know what the hell they're called. Like a little truffle Mm -hmm. at the gas stations. Those things are cool. What is, what's so like, cool about they're it? They're extreme caffeinated chocolate. Are they good? Delicious. Really? But it's, it's dangerous because at least the one I had, it was so delicious I wanted more. Mm. But it's like one of those things where like, you know, back in like my edibles days, if like if it tasted really good, you want to keep eating it. But then you forget you're adding more 
of like, you know, whatever it is, the weed or in this situation, the caffeine. So I'm like, I can't eat any more of this because I'm going to just fly off the roof. Steve, we've actually gathered here to talk to you about your problem with caffeine. My caffeinated chocolate balls. <laughs> so they're saying that you could actually overdose on this. Aye. Which is yeah. a little, that sounds kind of scary to me. Very scary to me. Plus it says it can mess up your nasal passages just, just the way cocaine would do it. Just get like a monster or a ghost energy drink. We don't need to be snorting caffeine these days. Do we really? I know Danny was telling me that there's like now you can vape ca- ca- caffeine as well. I've been getting so many different targeted ads that have like, <coughs> excuse me, that are just completely ca- caffeine vapes. And I'm like, why? Things why are getting crazy this? out there. And I saw there was a nasal spray that had the greatest name, though. Like, I don't want to do this, but I thought this was the greatest name. It's called Turbo Snort. <laughs> I just want to own can, this product just because I want to support that name. Can you imagine being in, like, the brainstorming meeting when they're throwing out names? You know what? It's got to be Turbo Snort. <laughs> and they, they got people to agree with that. Of course. And they say that it has, like, B vitamins mixed into it, too. Oh, so it's I healthy. Do, yeah. I, I, yeah, totally. Just put it right up there. Shoot it up the nose. But I do, I have taken like a B12 shot before when I'm really hungover or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's a game changer. Now also they're working on a new one that's called Turbo Butt Chug, but you don't want to <laughs> no, try that one. Oh no. It's an no. energy suppository. Turbo well, Butt. One of the most well-known singers is being sued for starting her concert late. And not just a little bit late, a lot late. We're going to tell you who is getting sued at 817. The Daily Mig Show. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 206-803-ROCK is our phone number here at The Daily Mix Show. We want you to call in and tell us about your biggest pet peeve at concerts or events. Madonna. That's my biggest pet peeve. In general. It's you just know, Madonna. Madonna's one... I have a lot of artists that are on my like concert bucket bucket list. Like Artists that I'm not typically listening to on my own free time. But I'm like, I like to see them before they call it a day. Like Bruce Springsteen or, you know, even like at one point Bob Dylan. Like those kind of artists where you're just like, I'm not a huge fan. But I feel like it'd be kind of cool to be able to look back and say I saw them live. Madonna's not on that She's list. not on your list. No, I've never. There's not there's that, like zero interest in me wanting to see her perform. Well, she is being sued by two people because of a show that started two hours late. They said it was harder to get transportation home afterwards. Who does she think she is? Lauren Hill? <laughs> they had to either work the next day or take care of family the next day. So they were frustrated about that situation. And uh, so they're suing Madonna, Live Nation, and Barclays Center in Brooklyn. And they want to make it a class action lawsuit. I bet there'll be some people that will jump in on that. I don't know how much money you're going to get from something along those lines, but I would be also a little annoyed if I went to a concert and I'm like, 
What are we doing? I know Guns N' Roses were guilty. Not Axl Rose, really, not Guns N' Roses. But they were guilty of that in the past where it was like, okay, the show says that the band's going on around 8 o'clock. But they might not go on until 10, 30, 11 at night. Another front man uh, that was famous for this who's no longer with us, Scott Weiland. And the, the time I saw, the one time I saw Stone Tumble Pilots with Scott Weiland, it was two hours behind schedule. And I it was on that. a weeknight. I remember hearing about it. And I was so nervous because around that time, then they did Bumbershoot. And it was one of my first dates with my now wife. And I remember we went, and I'm like, hey, just so you know, they might not go on for a while. And they were right on time. And I think it was because they were getting so much backlash around that time because of Scott and all the substance issues. And, and I think they probably maybe had somebody on... On, on, on lookout for him. Like, hey, no, we're going on at 7.30 whether you want to or not. I think Madonna should be apologizing more, though, for her inability to know what city she's in. Did you hear about this story? <sighs> yes. This, I think, has to be one of the biggest fears for any <laughs> artist. Because, you know, every artist goes on stage like, Cleveland, what's up? Or we see it a lot. The one I always love is, Seattle, how are you? And everyone's like, we're at the White River Amphitheater, dude. <laughs> we're not really Seattle. Or, or are we like, yeah, I remember one time seeing uh, Kid Rock. He, he tried to say Puyallup for the no. Washington State Fair when he performed there, and it was a struggle, and it was <laughs> awesome. But apparently, she was doing a show in Toronto, and she completely forgot where they were playing. It well, at least it's like, oh, F. At least she, yeah, she called it out. But who are the people in the crowd? They're like, yeah. They must <laughs> like, wait wasted. a minute, wait a minute. I remember at Pain in the Grass a couple of years ago, uh, it was George Thorogood's performance and his manager, tour manager said, hey, what, what city are we in? What do you want us to put down on the floor for him? Yes. And I think it might have been you and me and Ted and we were trying to figure out like, do we say Enumclaw? Do we say Auburn? Do we say I think we Seattle? said Washington. We told, I think we told him to say Seattle. And so they wrote Seattle down and put it, put it in front of his microphone. And then he called us out. He's like, this says Seattle. I know I'm not in Seattle, so we screwed up. <laughs> I mean, we knew we weren't in Seattle, but I'm, I'm like, let's make it easy for the guy. I'm blaming you and It Ted. was totally, yeah, I, I, I will fall on that sort Sir of time. Washington is the best answer to give. <laughs> Rockaholics, what is your biggest pet peeve at concerts or events? 206-803-ROCK. We're going to take your calls after Audio Slave. The Daily Mix Show. What is your biggest pet peeve at a concert or an event? 206-803-ROCK. David in Bremerton, what say you? My, morning, everybody. Good morning. Uh, my biggest pet peeve has got to be when nobody sits down at the concert, when nobody in front of you sits down. Um, so this was a few years back. This was when I took my wife as a birthday present to Rascal Flats being opened by Taylor Swift. Yeah, that long ago. Wow. Damn. And yeah, uh, so, and then we have, we're up in the seats, uh, higher up at the Tacoma Dome, and, we, and we've got like four or five woo girls, you know woo girls, right? Yeah. Woo! Right, woo. right in front of us. Oh, female Rick They Flyers. would not sit down. We're running into our third hour of the total concert, opener in, uh, flat, and Rascal Flats. They would not sit down. So then all that I have, so then I try to sit down, and all I have in front of me to look at are these five woo girls sitting right next to my wife. Oh, yeah, boatloads of fun there. <laughs> See, I'm on the other side, David, though. Like, when I go to a show, I just fully anticipate that we're all standing. Like, I, I like sitting and during some shows, of course, but, like, my whole my way of thinking is if the people in front of me are standing, then I guess I'm standing, too. 
but uh, I've never been too upset with people when they stand during a concert because you, know, you kind of want to shake your butt and enjoy the music, don't you? Well, David, when I was at Guns N' Roses a couple months back, there were parents who had brought their kids, and we were seated on the floor, and they let their kids stand on the chairs. So not only was I standing the entire time, but I could barely see because the children that had come along with their folks were standing straight up in front of me. So some, I, I've been there. It's very frustrating. That's when the security got to flash the flashlight at somebody. Get these kids off the chairs. Yeah, it's like if the kid's a certain height, all right, I'm willing to give them a pass, but if they all of a sudden are towering over you by standing on the chairs, I can that off the chair. Yeah. Just you, shove the kid. I mean, well... Ah, and I'm kidding. I, I was trying to, like, peek between them, and you're moving, and, and at least it was a big enough stage to where, you know, I didn't miss a whole bunch, but it was it was kind of annoying. But I'm always, like, I'm once the music starts going, I want to stand for the whole concert. It's funny, too, because you mentioned that. So we went to the Sum 41 concert last weekend, and it was one of those, you know, obviously small venues, so there's no seats. And that's the kind of concert I love going to, and I'm used to going to. So it's one of those... I'm with you, Steve. It's one of those, like, when people... I get, I get mad when people get mad at me for trying to push my way to the front and they're like, hey, and it's like, this is a concert, dude. Like, if you're not willing to, like, push your way to the front, I don't know what you're doing here. You're going to have to share space. Yeah. You know, you're going to be good. in each other's business. Yeah, your elbow's going to be in my ribs. It's fine. The only time I get mad at someone pushing their way to the front is if it takes them too long. To, I'm like, dude, just push and go. Just yeah. go. Like, yeah. I don't stand now. Like, don't, like, kind of make this weird. And also, if, if you're going to do that, please put your shirt back on. <laughs> like, I don't like the slimy, sweaty dude. Sweaty dude. That just kind of, like, it's almost like a slug just, like, like just <laughs> went right by you. And you're like, dude, I got all your... Your essence is now on me. Like, this sucks. Essence. I don't know. I couldn't think of another term. But <laughs> I like sitting. I like being like a 100 level at a concert because I want to sit when the bands aren't playing. Yes. Like, I just kind of want a little bit of time to chill, play on the phone. Rest your knees. You know, you're not getting any younger. It does feel good to sit down for a minute. But yeah. once the music starts and like once the lights get dark, I'm up. Like, let's, let's go. It's party time. I just kind of expect that that's going to be the deal. But, you know, if you're somebody that really wants to sit, then maybe you look at the seating chart and pick something, you know, right on the rail there, you know, in I, the 100 level. I do like this text. Pet peeve at concerts. The lack of girls flashing their boobs these days. Ha ha. Okay. Remember Blink-182 concerts back in the day? Dude, I I remember working for the end, and Blink-182 played Enfest when it was over at the Kitsap County Fairgrounds, and I had the very fortunate task of introducing them right before they went on stage. And I come out, and I'm like, Enfest! And it was like, open up the sea of boob booby sound since the town. It was like every girl's on their boyfriend or somebody's shoulders, and you look out, and it's like, whoop! It's like a Motley, like these days, Motley Crue shows, I think they still do it, but maybe you don't want to see some of the people that are getting accomplished. But, <laughs> oh. you know, here I am, you know, 20-something years old, and it's like all these people around my age are just like, whoop, and I'm just looking at them like, man, I wish I was in Blink-182. <laughs> this is I, insane. But you still had a pretty cool job. Oh, no, dude, I'm not complaining. And it's just a sea of boobs, and then the band comes on, and I'm just like, you can just see the big smile on Mark and Tom's face as they're walking out, because they're just like, Got them. They're like, I can't believe this worked. Right. Like, I didn't even have that. So it's not like I went up there and said, hey, show me your boobs before Blink-182 comes on stage. It was just like, Blink's going on. Time to show what we've got. Well, I remember my mom driving my friends and I over to the gorge for Blink-182. And I don't even remember what year it was. But it was, I, we, I don't think we could drive ourselves. So my mom took us over and all she sees is signs everywhere that say like, please show boobies. Show us your boobs. And my mom was like, 
do not take your shirts off. I'm like, Mom, I'm 14. I'm not going to take my shirt off. Don't have, worry. Have you ever been at a show where like you could tell somebody's never like flashed the band, but they're 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 contemplating it? Yeah, oh yeah. I I'm a people watcher at concerts. Sometimes I'll just like look around and I just kind of zone out. Like I'm enjoying the music, but I'm like, that guy's dancing kind of funny. I think I'll just enjoy him for the next song. Like I'll just do that. And I remember one time locking and there was a girl on a dude's shoulders, and like she's got her hand on the shirt and she's smiling and bobbing and like she kind of pulls it up for a half a second, but you could tell like she's not too sure if she wants to do this. Like, is this gonna be too embarrassing? Am I am I gonna get in trouble? And then finally, once she does it, it's almost like it's like that moment of just pure joy. Like she's just like, I did it. Yeah. And then she wouldn't stop doing it. it was just, <laughs> she was free. Yes. I was like, that was a cool moment. What about mooning? Oh, big fan of the <laughs> Let's normalize mooning That's, at concerts. That is the lost art right Dudes there. Dudes get on their girlfriend's shoulders and moon the band. Uh, one person says, hey, biggest pet peeve? The price of tickets these days. Oh. Dude, what happened? Where has it been that all of a sudden tickets are going for $300 for okay seats? Well, and that's like, you know, I collect all my, I've saved all my ticket stubs, which now you don't even get ticket stubs anymore. It's all electronic I just, tickets. I screenshot all my ticket passes. That, yeah. There you go. But all the old ones from back in the day were like $13, $10 for some of these shows. I feel like we went from an average ticket, like just a normal, like seats in like the 100, 200 section, you know, like where you're not on the floor, you're not in the pit. On average, 50 bucks. Oh, yeah. That always felt like that was the going price. Nowadays, I mean, $50 isn't even going to get you a couple of drinks at these shows. That doesn't even cover the taxes and fees and whatever. What all do they say? Handling handling fees. That's always the kick in the ding-ding. You're like, okay, it's $300 for these tickets. And then after all the service charges, oh, now it's $380. Like, what the hell just happened? I mean, I th- when we bought our Rolling Stones tickets this year, I think our service fees were more than $75 per ticket. It's bad when you go to a show and you're like, oh, that was only 75 bucks. That was a good deal. I'm like, no, that's not like what. I agree with the texture. Like, it just seems like overnight we went to seventy five bucks to three hundred dollars. But none of us have gotten raises. Not, not, not to <laughs> warrant that kind of a jack up in the price. Rockaholics, how would you like a shot at beating Steve? He is fifteen and eight in twenty twenty four. The number to call is two zero six eight zero three rock, and we will play beat Migs at eight forty seven. The Daily Mix Show. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.